Hey, welcome to Mayor Studies. I'm Jill. And I'm Lucas. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? We started Season 2 last week. But yeah. now I understand. Sorry. Season 2, Episode 2. We should two, hash two. this out before we start. We Angel talked for numbers. like 20 minutes. <laughs> Never about. Maybe we could have an intro that goes mediocre at best. People love They love our humanity. <laughs> Right? I have this a is lot not, of humanity. This is not the evening news, Jill. They don't need to hear. <laughs> Actually, there's a news segment. There is. Yeah. You got to pick today's song. Why don't you tell them what you picked? I am a genius. You are. Absolutely. I picked a face to call home. Not really randomly. Mm-hmm. The kind of ran- I was between. I don't remember the other two songs. Did you have a bunch of songs up on the wall and just close your eyes and throw a dart? No. Did you put him in I a hat? I put my John Mayer playlist on Spotify on shuffle. Okay. And I was like, no, 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 no. Mm. And then maybe, yes. What and songs did you know? Like ones we've already done or mm-hmm. ones that... Are, there's a lot of songs from the first album that I think about picking uh-huh. for squares. And then mm-hmm. I'm just like, there's just not like a lot. There's not as much there as there are with later songs. There's not a lot of there there. Exactly. Yeah, I hear you. And so I... um. I was like, oh, you know what? I like singing A Face to Call Home. Mm -hmm. And I love a good song where I feel like giving John a hug. So I'll pick that song. And then the internet started to react really strongly in a positive way. And I'm like, why haven't you guys picked this song before then? Yeah, right. Come on. It's not like like, you don't get a chance. Every three weeks you get a chance. Yeah. And then I like really dove into the lyrics. And Mm -hmm. I was all, why is this one of John Mayer's best songs? And I'm just realizing it. So I had a very similar experience. Did you? That this we was hadn't not, talked at all, and I was—I knew you didn't know the song well. I did not know the song well. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I was totally wrong about what album I thought it was on. <laughs> I couldn't find it. I was like, why isn't it on the, this album? I thought it was on um, The Search for Anything. Everything. Everything. Sorry, The Search for Everything. <laughs> But it was on that record. Search for anything. <laughs> I was searching for anything. I could find nothing. So it wasn't there. And I was like, oh, is it on Sawbrock? Oh my and God, so what is wrong and it wasn't with there. you? My last guess was going to be Born and Raised. But here it is on Born and if Raised. If you're confused about a song and don't know it, it's probably on Born and Raised or Paradise Valley. Or Battle Studies. Okay, well, with you, yeah. yeah. Moving on. Before we start talking about it in depth, we have a couple John in the News things to discuss. Oh, great. What's he doing? The first is, we can't talk about it because I don't think it's aired yet or it's airing right oh, now. Oh, Impractical Jokers. Yes, I'm so excited. We taped it, my son and I. Okay. I don't know, but it could have been on earlier. I'm yeah. probably not going to watch it. Okay, well, then you're a bad podcast host. Oh, wow. <laughs> what else to tell you? Wow. At least find some clips on the internet and I come might prepared. do <laughs> um, Also, Our show is not about impractical jokers, all right? It's about John Mayer's this music. This is not an impractical jokers podcast. Yes, exactly. I don't even this know what impractical jokers Swift was podcast. till like two days ago. <laughs> okay, so also, I made a decision. Mm-hmm. Look at you being decisive. Yeah. Girl bossing. I am very girl bossy today. Yeah. I raised... My team and I raised $64,000 wow. at our last fundraiser. Good job to you, and dot, my dot, team. and your team. Yes, it's a group effort. In it's parentheses, and your team. Mine was in bold, and then yeah. they were like italicized smaller. Asterisk down at the bottom, the fine print. No, my team's amazing. My, my other, my one person on my team. <laughs> it's a two-person team. Um, anyways, so... Yeah, so in my girl boss mode, I was like, wait a minute, wait, hold the phone. Yeah. Literally. So John Mayer is coming to do a concert in Palm Springs. Yes. Or I'm sorry, at the greater Palm Springs area. For sure. We live very close to Palm Springs, as we've discussed several times. Yes. Why are we not trying harder to make a John podcast appearance happen in that frame of time? We have done nothing. 
We need to start sending DMs, emails. I don't know any phone numbers to call, but calling some people. Ow. We need to start. <laughs> we need to start taking action, and I'm going to make it happen. Okay. Maybe. I would say our biggest obstacle would be lack of a podcasting studio. No, 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 no. Because what okay. we're going to do is go. I, I'm sensing no. I'm sensing no from what you. What we're going to do is go to the concert. Yes. And just like, I'm sorry, the venue. Mm-hmm. And just like interview him beforehand. And, oh, I forgot to give it to you. Um, I bought my son a tiny mic okay. for his phone. And so I'm like, oh, I wonder if that would make our podcast sound better. So I we'll wonder. try that next time. Okay. But So we'll have like equipment because we have this tiny mic I bought for $6.99 on Amazon. I'm nice. sure it works great. And yeah, that's that. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you think? Hey, I'm not one to stand in the way of your dreams. Yeah. If you want to spearhead a movement to try and get John Mayer on the podcast all about him, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to stand in your way. I applaud those efforts. I support yes, those you're, efforts. You're the co-host. So at bare minimum, I would expect you to not stand in my way. Yeah, let me... But I don't know like how to go viral mm-hmm. or our podcast would be more you successful. You know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. Absolutely crazy is I was looking through our Instagram the mm-hmm. other day, which mm-hmm. is something I, I do infrequently. Yeah. We have one with like 7,000 likes. Yeah. We have another one with like 4,000 likes. You should see if you, when you manage the account, you could drill down into the numbers uh-huh. of like the impressions are crazy. Those are TikToks though. I think that were John's that mm. I posted. And then sometimes people talk to us like we're him, uh-huh. like in their comments, like, oh my God, love you so much. You're so funny. And I'm like, I didn't make a joke. <laughs> And it's because they're very confused about how the internet works. Right. Okay. All right. So anyways, you can DM us your ideas. On how we get John on the podcast while he is within an hour's drive. that's just ridiculous. He's like, you know, walking. Well, not walking distance, but he's just so close. It's like a good 50 miles. We can come to sound check. We can hang out. Is this just a a ploy (laughs) to get you uh, some, some... Access here. Um, I put the podcast first. Some exclusive Lucas. access if to John Mayer. I get some Mayer. selfies for my Instagram, which I'd open back up to public if I had pictures oh, with John. Yeah. Oh my god, could you imagine? Oh, might be like there'd be no living with here's you. Here's the door. Here's my shoes. Here's it would be out of control. Okay, so also we're doing our new segment where we talk about things from last week. Our segment needs a name. Okay. So let's think about that. Oh, DM us if you have an idea. And there is, like, none. So you guys really wanted this. And then gave us no comments. <laughs> and a lot of people wrote, love that you're doing this. And I'm like, me too. But okay. Mm. Except for J. Allen Clark said um, that it was very common for songs to be remixed for awards nominations. And that that's normal. And I understand that. Right. I just was saying I thought it was ironic that. Apparently I'm just going to argue with everyone if they say something back. <laughs> ironic that it's. Oh, we're going to cut you out and then put it for an award. I stand by that. And then someone else said, like, I was too mad and it wasn't myself. (laughs) Yeah, you you might get irrationally angry around Taylor Swift and John Mayer. I'm just so tired of talking about it. You don't have a problem with Taylor independently of John. Right. But the the combination of Taylor and John is a, you know, doesn't mix well. But I was on her side and that's what I was mad about. Mm -hmm. I was mad that, okay, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's going to be like, Jill's mad again. Song bio, face to call home. So this is Born and Raised. We've done numerous songs off Born and Raised. I I just (laughs) found that out, yes. We've done numerous songs off Born and Raised. So, you know, know it's it's Sean Hurley on bass. It's uh, Aaron Sterling on drums. You know, if you want to know the whole story behind the Born and Raised album and the vocal entries and everything, listen to any of our any other podcast, episodes. Any podcast. I don't need to, to uh, you know, reinvent the wheel here. Mm-hmm. Um, one, the one little tidbit in the song file that I do think is really interesting is 
So this song has a very different sort of like second half mm -hmm. from its first half, right? Okay. The bridge and big outro, uh, and if you if it sounds at all to you like Coldplay, if it gives you at all the end of Fix You vibes, that's very intentional. Okay, that was in the comments. That's yeah. interesting, or the DMs, yeah. Yeah, so the guy who mixed Born and Raised also mixed... Um, uh, uh, so it's X, is it XY? I think that's the the, al the Coldplay album that has Fix You on My it. My mind is blown. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, and so he used the same thing, did the same sort of trick on that song mm -hmm. that he did on Fix You to make the end sound super big. Yeah. It's two drum tracks, mm -hmm. uh, two different drum takes, uh, which is very rare. Usually it's just one, but one hard pan to one hard pan to the other side. So it's actually two drums playing through that ending part. Got it. Makes it sound super massive. Also makes it a little bit distant. It's not yeah. as intimate and yes. in face, but that's the idea. It has a real stadium, arena, big time feel. 100%. And John has confirmed this uh, on Twitter. He said that, you know, he gave credit to the mixer and he said, I wasn't afraid to ask for the cold play. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know any of that. And we know that John is a big Coldplay fan. Mm -hmm. We know that Bigger Than My Body was written in response to him attending a Coldplay concert mm -hmm. and wanting to do something on that scale. Right. So this is, it's not surprising, but it is a cool little nod to that he, as influential an artist as he is, he is also in, influenced by artists. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know that's very true. Um, You taught me to, I know how to play two songs on the piano. Uh-huh. And one is Coldplay Clocks. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think I would remember anymore. Uh -huh. And then there's Heart and Souls. Oh, nice. That one I do remember. Nice. Um, okay, anything else in bio before I move on? Well, what is interesting about this song is, it, as far as I can tell, based on the John Mayer Reddit and all that kind of stuff, this is the most common John Mayer song used in weddings. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. And that was very heavy DM, our song, wedding mm -hmm. song. A couple people used love as a verb. A couple people used really inappropriate choices. Somebody even said that they used, I still feel like your man at their wedding. Seriously? Yeah. They said, we know, it even make sense. I know it's inappropriate. I just love the song so much is basically well, what they said. Yeah. But yeah. No, this is, I, I can't believe I didn't realize this is the John Mayer wedding song. Yeah. And this is, you know, possibly. Did anyone pick slow dancing in a burning room? No, okay. I didn't see that on the list. <laughs> and this is possibly, possibly apocryphal, but one comment on Reddit said that John himself picked of his songs to play at a wedding. This would be the one that he would pick. Interesting. And it makes sense, right? It's the wedding. It's I, not I, a wedding song, right. but if you had to pick, yeah. So many of John's songs are tinged by melancholy mm -hmm. or some level of sadness. Yeah. This is sort of a victory song. Mm -hmm. This is a song that's just kind of unabashedly a love song right. in a way that like your body is a wonderland is, but without Different. all the pressure that, that goes along with that. Yeah, no bubblegum tongues here. Yeah, I didn't even mean that. No bubblegum like bubble tongues pop. here. <laughs> okay, so um, favorite versions then? There's not a lot. No. So I, okay. I love that my resolution was to like really go hard on that. And I'm right. like, yeah, no, every time. <laughs> so if there is a great video out there, if you want to de dive deep, you got to get way in the bowels of YouTube Ew. to find this. He performed this song, solo acoustic, at the Village Underground in New mm. York. Yeah, people mentioned that. It's yeah. a 300-seat Oh, my venue, God. I would die. Right? It's like going to see him at the vault. Oh, that would be amazing. Could you imagine? And people are talking through the entire video. It's you just like one of my videos. Deep. Yes. Ugh. It's like watching a video from like a fan cam for one of my shows. Like mm. people just talking the whole time. And people in the comments are livid about it, like mm -hmm. you are. 
One, how could you be talking like that when John Mayer is playing guitar? Two, how could you be talking like that when John Mayer is singing? Three, how could you be talking about that when you can see John Mayer? With your eyes. Yes. Not on a TV screen. You're so close. You could reach out and touch him. You shouldn't. But, yes. Yeah. So that that's really cool just from that standpoint of like, mm-hmm. you know, this is uh, 12 years ago. It's, you know, he's already a massive star. He's won multiple Grammys and he's playing yeah. a 300 seat venue in, New, in French Village. I'm happy Did we talk about that for another video? No. He, uh, we've talked about him playing at small clubs in Atlanta. Oh, okay. But not in New York. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, so that's a cool video. He's wearing glasses in the clip. He's got long hair and he's wearing glasses. Mm-hmm. And he has the my least favorite John Mayer facial hair. Mm. It's just not a... It, someone in the comments said he was trying to look like Johnny Depp. That's the vision I was getting from you yeah. because of the glasses and stuff. It's very mustache heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, like there is like chin hair too, but it doesn't connect super great. Yeah. It's in the dimly lit fan cam, like yeah. somebody shot on their cell phone video. So totally. it might be just fine in, in the light of day. No, but I mean, from this no video, it was the way to very go. mustache heavy. And I was mm-hmm. like, ugh. Yeah. So that was fun. He also performed the song at Berkeley, his alma mm-hmm. mater. Does that count? Can you call it your alma mater if you didn't actually graduate from there? I don't actually know. I'm going to say no. Okay. So a place that Just he attended. a place you visited? Yeah. <laughs> um, so he did that song there as well. Uh, other than that, every video I found was very low res. Somebody mm-hmm. just shot a Xero show. I wonder why he doesn't sing it more. Or perhaps because he's not with the person who he wrote it about and that's painful. Or maybe he doesn't have two drummers on stage and can't mm. can't live without having that same exact sound. <gasps> I know a drummer, John. There you go. Give me a We're holler. We're really close to Palm Springs. And also there's a violin in that song. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't have a violin. I just feel him. like he could get away with he it. He could 100% yeah, get away with it. He's, but... he's, he's, he's done worse. Yeah. I, I, let's ask him when we uh, interview him. When we interview at the, him. At the Greater Palm Springs Area Show. Greater Palm Springs Area. I'm so tired of trying to figure out where that is. To call home more, buddy. Yeah. Oh, I'd have so many questions. Can it is imagine? also like there is a, a way, and this is in which this is perhaps the most rock and roll of John Mayer's songs. Mm-hmm. That ending is very rock and roll. The mm-hmm. guitar line, everything. I mean, it's like very like Brit rock, early two thousands. Like, you know, uh, uh, what is that Scottish band that does Chasing Cars? Snow Patrol. Oh, Snow Patrol. I haven't heard, thought or heard about Snow Patrol in a long yes. time. That ending room very is like that style of music, you mm-hmm. know, the that big, the Coldplay, the Snow Patrol, that kind of thing. I just want to say off but on topic, when you said a minute ago we would ask him that when we interview him in the greater Palm Springs area, is that for real though? And this is the last time I'll talk about trying to interview him when he's in town. Like, we would do a phenomenal interview. Because we've seen lots of people do good interviews with him, but yeah. we're coming from a place of like educated mm-hmm. fandom, mm-hmm. I guess. I just think it would be amazing yeah. if I could stay calm. And I think I could because I am, at the end of the day, quite professional. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think if I was treating it like what it is, it's like a job that after, you don't get paid for. <laughs> after I, I, I uh, aroused you from your... Uh... Stunned state by staring at him. Where are you going with this? Oh, sorry. Like you're just stunned staring at him, and I have to be like smelling salts underneath your nose. I would go into debt just getting the outfit that I was going to wear. Oh yeah. And then trying to look like I didn't care when I was. I've just it's so much. And yeah. good thing I'm getting my hair done between now and then, just Im- in case. Imagine how all the people feel coming to see my shows all the time. All that pressure. Just... <laughs> yeah, I feel a lot of pressure when I, get, <laughs> when I get dressed to go to downtown Redlands to go to your shows. There you go. Um, okay, so actually, do I actually do put a lot of effort into what I wear to your shows. Not for that reason. So song meeting. First of all, yep. the song, Slept On. Yeah. The song, mm-hmm. Perfect. An Ooh. absolute gem. 
kudos to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Very impressed with myself this week, accidentally. I think this song lyrically, which is not what we're talking about, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But I think it's about obviously starting to fall in love with somebody mm-hmm. and protecting that and having trust right away. And I think it's pretty obvious what it's about. I don't think that we're gonna have a lot of differing opinions on this, right? Well, I think you're totally wrong about what? that. I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, <laughs> oh my god. No, uh, what, uh, what I will disagree with is I don't think it's perfect. I think <gasps> it's great, and I think there's some really outstanding lyrics here. Rude. There's also some stuff that's just kind of throwaway lines. Throwaway, throwaway line. Look how many lines I underlined uh, so, for yeah, favorite lyrics. Well, the also, whole song. Also, it is a short song. You're a short song. I, I am not, neither short <laughs> nor a song. It's very, but re- very repetitive at the end. I'll give you that. I'm very medium-sized. <laughs> I'll have you know you're not super tall. Dude. I'll have you know that five nine is the median height of males in the U.S. Okay, you are, you're if you not lined five up nine. every male in the U.S., nine. I would be standing in okay, the middle. What height are you? Five nine. With your hair flat. I am five, five nine. Eight. No, five eight. my dad is five eight and three quarters, and I'm taller than him. Three quarters. And I'm taller than him. Well, I don't know math. So I was gonna say, what is that? Four quarters. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's a hole. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. No, I have plenty of doctor's visits over the years to corroborate my height. I, I don't know. I think that your hair it's is It's just because you're used to extra large size men. Because if men true. in your family are Very tall. Large, my son is your so much son taller than me. Is, it's stupid. Yeah. And his dad and your dad. No, just... All, taller than me. He is? Yeah, isn't he? I don't know. I don't pay attention. I feel like your cap- hair throws it off. And sometimes you wear like really thick shoes. I do not wear thick no, shoes. No, you wear like Nikes that seem like they have extra. Like you no. got a little lift in them. I wear <laughs> Converse. I wear Chuck Taylors a lot of time. And those have like nothing underneath no, them. No, you've only ever worn Nikes here and one time slippers. Oh, that's true. I, I, more than one time. I've worn slippers on a couple occasions. <laughs> Are over. you wearing slippers today? No, I'm wearing my Allbirds today. Um, Lucas, have yes. you seen the video on the internet? Um, where this guy goes up and interviews people and is like, are you insecure about your height? Or like, are you upset you're not taller or whatever? Mm-hmm. And like the people like freak out. Like, First mm-hmm. of all, I'm taller than you. And they get super aggressive. Right. That's just what this reminded me of. I haven't seen it, but there was a thing going around on Twitter that was like, if you could increase any part of your life by 5%, what would it be? Money. And so that's a very reasonable thing to think. My first thought was my height. Really? But then I did really? the Really? Because yes. you have more people to feed than I do. But then I did the math, and 5% of my height would be a little too much for me. I wouldn't want to be that much taller. What? I, do you want to be like six foot Because that, that would put me over six foot tall. And I don't mm. really want to be over six foot tall. I, I would be imagine tall. being shorter as... Um, not, you're not short at all. Or I'm shorter. not. I'm medium. But I'm just... Being medium would be better for drum playing. Oh, it absolutely doesn't matter. But then tallness gives you like a longer wingspan for drum playing. Yeah. If you put your cymbals up... In the clouds. I do. That's very true. You know, it doesn't really matter. There's very little carryover, believe it or not, between like physical body type mm-hmm. or fitness and how good you are at drums. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen really heavy cats who can absolutely shred. And I've also seen really jacked dudes who can't play. Hmm. So it, there's very little, because so much of it is like fingers. Mm-hmm. It's like finger dexterity, muscle memory yeah. in your fingers and wrists. That's not like, I don't go to the gym and like pick up some weights and go, let's fingers, you know, yeah. that's just playing drums. Mm-hmm. So my, whatever physical fitness, level of physical fitness I have has really no bearing on my ability to play drums. Right. So. That was quite a tangent we went on. Yep. So we both agree the song's about, well, you're wrong for sure because you don't think it's perfect. Yeah. And we, we both Do agree. Do you want me to tell you the lines that I think are not perfect? 
No, because we're not at lyrics yet. Okay, all Lucas, right. let's segue to lyrics. Okay, all right. <laughs> Here, you know, this I I love so much of this song. I don't want to sound should. like I don't want to sound like I'm bashing the song. It's a great song. It's an amazing. This is a song. great song. It is uh, probably at this point my second favorite song on this record now. Okay. Having spent some time with it, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy it. I've enjoyed listening to it over and over again. There's a very I love the vibe of it. Um, I'm not a huge harmonica fan, so mm-hmm. I could kind of live without the harmonica. But I understand he was going through a thing, mm-hmm. and I don't begrudge him that. You always bring up the harmonica. Uh, everyone is going to probably say on Instagram, does everyone saying, I'm an architect of the days that haven't happened yet? It's genius. That's a great line. It is. It's a great line. I was. It's such a good line that I'm like, oh, everyone's going to say that's a great line. But here's the thing. I sing that song all the time in the car when it comes to Spotify. What I, This is not a skip song for me, but uh-huh. you know, sometimes you just mindlessly sing things. And then I'm like, why does this song start so amazing? Why is it this song famouser? Yeah. More famous, rather. He also seems to have a paper theme going in his songs. Mm-hmm. So we've got this thing, the one I fill with pencil marks. Mm. We so did, brilliant. Uh, uh, half People of my said heart. that a lot, too. Oh, that line? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did Half of My Heart last time, and it's a shotgun wedding to a bride with a paper ring. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a song, I don't think we've talked about it at all on this podcast, called Paper Dolls. Oh my god, I swear to god. <laughs> Can we get through one <laughs> night without talking about Taylor Swift? Who it, I have no problem with, I just didn't start a podcast about her. My point is, Paper... She's not playing in the greater Palm Springs area. She, she is not yet, but she probably will eventually. Um, That's pretty small. For Tay? For yeah. Yeah. She's, a, she's more of a stadium gal at this point. In yeah, her. like SoFi. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so there's a paper thing that, mm-hmm. that has motif that's gone through a Well, and he is into typewriters and correspondence and oh, has he, Did he ever send a typewritten letter to Tom Hanks? He's also famously into typewriters. I don't know. I haven't had the chance to ask him that because he hasn't been on our podcast. I was listening to an interview with Austin Butler. Mm-hmm. Talking about uh, when he first got on set to do uh, Elvis, mm-hmm. he said Tom Hanks wrote him two typewritten letters, one mm-hmm. as Tom Hanks and one as the Colonel. Oh, really? Yeah. Tom Hanks just sounds so fun. And he, he said he gifted him a typewriter, so mm-hmm. then Austin would like write, write him back, back as Elvis, and he thought, Aww. so that was a really good part of his development and developing yeah. the character of getting yeah. to practice, like being in his voice mm-hmm. and everything like that. That's mm-hmm. a really cool story. I didn't know that. Nor yeah. have I seen the film yet. Oh, it's it's... It really made me a lot more interested in Elvis than I had ever been. I'm not a huge Elvis guy. No, me either. But I was like, oh, there's probably something there. there. Yeah. So well, I just, that's a compelling story. Yeah. You can't deny that once you get into some facts about it. Okay, so anyways, you know this my... This is not an Elvis podcast. Not at all. You know my paper heart, the one I fill with pencil marks. Mm-hmm. I think I might have gone and inked you in. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? It's pretty good, That right? is beautiful. That hits you in your heart. would love to have someone say that to me. I also love most of the second verse, mm-hmm. the nervous wreck I used to be. Mm. I never thought a man could feel so small. That's that's the give line. Him a hug. Yeah, you want to you want to give him a cookie. Lots of people DM me that oh you want to give John a hug. Yeah, that's the line, right? Yeah, and especially when you put this in historical context. Yes. Of he's just gone through his fall from grace when he's writing this record. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is, uh, you know, kind of gone from like. A-list guy to mm-hmm. Pariah, mm-hmm. and he's going to take some time off for a while and right. try and figure it out. And so that understanding of a man could feel so small, mm-hmm. I believe him. Yeah, you know, as people like you're, you're John Mayer. Yeah, like you, we've won Grammys. You, you're fine. We know your name. There's yeah. a very successful podcast about you. 
in, in very adjacent to the greater Palm Springs area. Will be successful after that show. Yes. But I mean, how about the line that follows that? Exactly. You never look at me like I'm a liability. I bet you did, or you'd think I'd never been at all. Like, so someone's seeing him for like real him. That's such a healing line, right? Oh, right. That That's just like, oh, well, I've screwed up, but you love me and mm. I'm good. And just that, that healing of that wound that can ideally we're supposed to be able to heal ourselves yeah that's the ideal Mm -hmm. i'm also a realist and i know that in my life a lot of times healing comes externally Mm -hmm. and not internally but that line i hear hear that and i just think oh how good that must feel right you know and the my favorite part i think of the song which i just realized now is the complete lack of arrogance Mm -hmm. there's no no smirk there's no smirk like even when he's saying, like, okay, I want to stay with you all the time. Maybe I can stay a while. Like, like I'm talking all the time. Yeah. Like, is that cool with you? And and the chorus, it's purposefully small, mm-hmm. right? It's little by little, inch <coughs> by inch. Mm-hmm. This is not grandiose. This yeah. is not making any promises. He's like, we we build a yard with a garden in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Mm-hmm. We didn't build a castle in the sky. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. We built a yard with a garden. It's mm-hmm. just such a, a simple pleasure such a feeling a of safety mm-hmm. and acceptance mm-hmm. and a sense of this other person really being home. Well, and confidence, not arrogance, but confidence that the other person is, that we're matched and mm-hmm. how we're feeling that we're on the same page. Yeah. And so really the song's quite depressing if you're me. No. <laughs> you're single. <laughs> you're like, oh, well, that must be nice for people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we haven't even talked about this yet, hmm. but the title... That line, a face to call home, is such a great line in and of itself. I'm saying. I have right? that underline, too. It is just... I don't even have the words. It's so cute. I, I can vouch for that in my real life. Mm-hmm. I have a face that when I see her, she just... No matter where we are, she just feels like home. Right. First thing in the middle, in the morning, right before we fall asleep. If I see her, I'm like, yeah. That's backwards, That's where way. I should be. First thing we wake up in the morning... You fall asleep and then you wake up in the morning. Oh, yeah, but either or. I wasn't yeah. doing it chronologically. I was like, wait, what's happening? I was happening? giving a list of, 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 of times. Could be 11.53. Actually, the, the hours y'all keep. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Okay, so let's get into feedback then unless you have something else on lyrics. Uh, oh, I haven't told you what I didn't like. Oh, yes, because I don't care. Okay. No, no, moving on. Of course moving I do. On. No, no, go ahead. Um, I feel like you got me swaying right along to the song in your heart. Love that. Is disconnected from everything else in the song. I feel like it's just kind of a place filler. It's not a bad line. You're a place filler. It's just everything else is so good. That line is just sort of like it's just there. No, it's like we're connected. Like we're on the same page. We're going to the same, moving the same rhythm. But it's like a totally different metaphor than the rest of the song. It's a mix. He's mixing metaphors here. I don't like it. I disagree. In a a shocking turn of events, I disagree. Right. Okay, so this has an eighty-four percent play, sixteen percent skip rate. So I am surprised. I mean, I guess he doesn't play the songs based on the skip play rate, but mm-hmm. I am surprised the song isn't in his more in his repertoire of songs that he plays when he's on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, at Vanessa Valeska, who I intentionally was like, I'm not going to use mm-hmm. a thing from her because I always do, but then I had to. Oh, I think her really thing good. from last week was really good, right? She everything she everyone's comments are always really great, but yeah, she really hits some things on the head sometimes. excuse me so uh, she said i love born and raised album and this song is the last one the conclusion before the bnr reprise i think this is an imaginary song where he describes how he pictures his love life in the future quote i am an architect of days that haven't happened yet end quote 
Mind blown. That's really good. Mind blown. It's not even over yet. At JillB833, that's me. In this song, I think it's time for a hug for the struggling John. It's good you didn't see the nervous wreck I used to be. I never thought a man could feel so small. And I'm like, damn, Vanessa. I think she's like in Brazil or something, or I'd have her on the show. You know, like that idea of writing the song from a future you looking back on who you are now Mm -hmm. when in this moment I feel so small but I'm envisioning a future Mm -hmm. where I don't anymore now the only if we look for what do you say about the in the text textual evidence yeah textual support the only thing that goes against this theory is is it specifically says a month it's it's all it's been yes Mm -hmm. which brings me to that's my discussion question never mind brings me to nothing okay but if we want to do some interpretation here Mm -hmm. If we want to say that the first two lines are all that's happening in present tense, yeah, then it's totally fine for if, if the he whole rest of the song is a projection. It's mm-hmm. a projection of a month into a relationship. That's true. That he feels this way. It could go either way. For so sure. that interpretation still is totally valid textually. Fair. Fair. Okay. At Crazy Kiwi Thirteen said, between the vulnerability and strong imagery in this song, I think that there's a real strong case to be made for it as John's best set of lyrics yet. It's a really well-written song. It's definitely in my top, I don't know if I'm going to say top five, top seven. Yeah, I think you've kind of painted me as liking this song less because I just said it wasn't perfect. But yeah. I really like the no, song. It's really well I'm done. I'm basically looking for a new co-host. I'm just stopping short <laughs> of perfection. Yes. You aren't as enthusiastic as me, but you're right. You do love the song and I shouldn't be so hard on you. Thank you. Because someone might say I'm being <laughs> being angry again. <laughs> they were wrong. I didn't listen back to it, but I remember being like real wound up. Uh-huh. At Vodkaholic says, this song, these lyrics are everything. Purple heart emoji. If I ever decide to get married, these specific lines would feature somewhere, which is fair. Mm-hmm. At Jake Bolesis says, wow, I completely glossed over this gem from Born and Raised. Hey, me too, Jake. I understand yeah. the feeling. Had me at the paper heart and, quote, inked you in, end quote. Such a love-filled song. Really felt the lyrics of a John song after a lot that I didn't. And I don't know about Lucas, but I love those drum sounds yeah. looking over eye emoji. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's a very specific sound. But it, it does, it feels huge. And like I said, it, this feels rock and roll. I love that guitar line. That guitar line is like three notes mm-hmm. that he's playing at the end. Dun, 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 oh, I love dun, when dun. you musicalize the songs for Yeah, us. it's literally three notes. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It's just great. It's wonderful. And then Jake followed up that comment, commented to himself, but to us, thanks for this pick, Jill. This was one that I needed to hear. And it's just like, I know, Jake. I'm basically a genius. Good job, Jill. You Thank really you. came through finally. Really proud of my... <laughs> <laughs> At HBell1123, his name is Holly, who gave me the idea about holding up a sign at the concert saying, I have a podcast about you, John. Oh, the one yeah. who said you interrupted me. And then she DM'd me like, I hope, oh, he has, I hope he has a sense of humor. I'm like, oh, God, no, he does. You're I, fine. I used the smiley face emoji yeah. so that, that you would know it was okay. <laughs> yeah. If I'm using a smiley face emoji, I'm laughing. If there's an angry emoji. Yeah. She said, I think this is the epitome of him being in love. Simple love, the kind where all you want is to stay, which I agree with. At Michelle Bueller 411 said a lot of things, but I'm only taking part of it to make sure we fit everything into the podcast. There's so much hope for the future in those lines. And let's face it, who hasn't wanted to find that person who, whenever we see them, we know we're home. I often bookend this song with, uh, quote, waiting on the day, end quote. Mm. I'm using quotes as the song. That's the yeah. there. 
At Johnny Whitlock says, this is the best song right in front of Emoji of a Wave. Very Fix You by Coldplay. The beauty and the chaos of the outro is incomprehensible. Wow. Things you've said, essentially, but different. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't read the ending as chaos um, at all. It is big. I, I see. I can I, see I can an see argument for chaos. I can see bombastic, perhaps. Yeah. Well, that's because you use weird words. <laughs> at Aaron underscore Jonathan said, this is a slow jam in a Brooks Brothers cardigan for sure. I really enjoyed playing and singing the song. The lyrics are subtle and deep all at the same time. They pull at my heartstrings. I hope he gets to play this beautiful... Oh, I'm sorry. I hope... Oh, yeah. He hopes... John gets to play this beautiful tune to his wife someday. I'd be careful with that, buddy. This <laughs> is still your girl. <laughs> um, at Bridge Tara said, thanks, Jilby833, for the choice. A waiting analysis is we each have our own. You're welcome. So proud of myself. People are going to be like, Jill's too arrogant in this episode. <laughs> oh, it's Miles. Pen- Pen- you know how to say it. He said you said it right last time, his last name. Uh, Penucheski? Okay, it's that guy. Said, yeah. I don't remember now. Penusevsky. The guy was Pinusevsky. nice enough to DM me how to say it. And I still can't do it. I think it's it. Penusevsky. Phenomenal track. From the title to everyone's favorite lyric, My Paper Heart, to the Maybe I Can Stay a While vamp at the end, it's the perfect crescendo to a perfect record. Would you agree? Uh, not that it's a perfect record, no. Rude. Sorry. Uh, let's see. At Jeremy SCHW said a wonderfully uplifting theme and jam at the end always makes me feel the feels. Yeah, I, I love like the end and how like the drums are out and it's just like the vo- the, the sort of background vocals and the violin and the guitar. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is really satisfying. Mm-hmm. That end there is really, really pleasant. I agree. It's like the crashing of a wave, right? It's like... Like an emoji of a wave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite comments, J. Allen Clark said, "Played at my best friend's wedding. It ain't much, but it's a bop." <laughs> the lyrics. Yep. I love a good pun. Uh, Lar one thirteen said, "It has to be about Katie, and it really breaks my heart they're not together." Is it about Katy Perry? I don't know. I, don't, I didn't do the timeline. I didn't that, either. That part doesn't matter to me. I That's... choose to ignore that comment. No, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with the comment, but I do wonder now if it is. I can't really place the vocal rest. He moved to Montana after he broke up. Whatever. Someone DM us. Uh, Someone's got the timeline and can tell you. Dalfo, which is all the periods where I'm just like moving forward, mm-hmm. says his most beautiful and vulnerable love song, Often Overlooked. Definitely Often Definitely Overlooked. Definitely Often Overlooked. Yeah. Agreed on that one. At, no, no longer overlooked by me, however. Or I've myself. rectified that. My yeah. sign would say play that song. Yeah, I'm really into it. At Morgan Madsen said a perfect, <clears throat> perfect love song. Mm-hmm. I agree, Morgan. At Heidi Stroll Romero said, I think this would be a great song for the solo tour. And I agree with that yeah. so much. Because all of the clips, no, not all the clips, most of the clips I found of mm-hmm. him doing the song, he is doing it solo acoustic. There was something that he did with the band. Um, but for the most part, there was a lot of solo acoustic. So it's very reasonable yeah. um, expectation. I'm like really hoping for that now. At Andre Ross said, without hesitation, his best lyrics on Born and Raised. And then we come to a picture of how I want my highlights. Oh, that's a <laughs> very attractive woman. I was like, who is isn't she? Isn't she beautiful? Yeah, I saw your like, what? <laughs> You saw me light up. I'm like, who? And just be to your friend. Who is that? I love when you pick a picture of how to get your hair done and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to look totally like her when I leave the salon. Right. Nope, your face is still the same. Um, so what's funny is with my particular haircut, uh-huh. most of the like inspiration I picked I've used for the last couple of people have all been women. Um, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 
I didn't see that comment from you coming. Yeah, right. But there it is. Like, uh, my, it's not Miley had a, a style not all too different mm, from this. You're for a not while, wrong. You know, you yeah. are not wrong. Okay, so it's time to rate the song. All right, Jill. Uh, what do you think? Quiet song or turns the ladies on? The internet thinks eighty mm-hmm. percent quiet, twenty percent turns the ladies on. I have a strong argument: a hundred percent quiet song mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. so lovely and heartfelt it accidentally is turning the ladies on so perhaps like a cardigan situation I, I, but i don't think the intention was to turn right the ladies on. I, I think you made you made the point earlier uh you beat me to it there's no bravado here yeah there's no ha 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 there's no hip gyrations in this song <laughs> Okay. Yeah. You're like really into Elvis right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just 100% a quiet song and it's it very is. easy to categorize I love it as it that. so much. It is, it is like very sweet. Mm. You know, a lot of his songs, we have rightfully given some heat to the lyrics for being a little toxic. Mm-hmm. There's nothing here right. that's objectionable for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really lovely. I think all of us can say, man, if someone expressed their love for us in this way. Dead. Yeah, it would be Skull emoji. be really meaningful. Yeah, yeah. Wow. too bad we're not all as gifted lyricists oh, as John Mayer, right? I know because you know you think those things and you might feel that way, but we all can't verbalize. It Is, isn't it interesting? Like just because he can verbalize it doesn't mean he loves any better or any more than anyone but else. It feels like that a little bit, right? We, yeah. we tend to interpret that because he's better at expressing that thought, right? But you know, but that might mean you know some people might be better at like straight on communication, mm-hmm. or some people might be better expressing their love, love through acts of service. Yeah, I yeah. do this for you, and that's yeah. how you know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> now I'm out of single again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Uh, oh, I feel like this is going to be a, a, a chart topper right here. Yeah, we may have to recalibrate after this one. Mm-hmm. Jill, how much does this song make you love John Clayton Mayer? I mean, on a scale of one to five, I'm going to give it a 384. That sounds about right. I was anticipating something equally ridiculous. I haven't given it above a five lately. No, I I definitely give it a five. A strong five, uh, as they say on New Girl, no notes. Just quick off the top of your head, Mm -hmm. not going to hold you to it, but quickly, can you think of a song that makes you love John Mayer more than this song? Damn. I that know, would be a lot of dead air for me I, to think about. I well, mean, Walt Grace quick. comes to mind. Uh, so I was going to bring up Walt Grace. I know but you love Walt Grace. for different reasons. Exactly. We yeah. all know you love Walt Grace, and I know you have a personal connection to it. Mm-hmm. But it's not, it's so disconnected from who John is. Yes. That it, while, while it's a great song, mm-hmm. and the song might be meaningful, as far as actually making you fall in love with the author of the song, I was wondering, it may not have the same punch as this yeah, because I think this song just has a, it's just like a like we said earlier, just like a straight up love song. It's so sweet. Yeah, lacks the arrogance that I sometimes have a problem with. Mm-hmm. So probably this is the top one. Right, that's good. I enough. Like I said, to... I'm not going to hold your feet to the yeah. fire if you change your mind later on. Oh, just curious. Thank goodness, I have to get it, like tattooed on me or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you? Well, surprise, surprise, we got the tattoo artist waiting. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrible. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give this a five, too. Oh, wow. Look at us agreeing on a number. Uh, it, again, my heart is the, the kind of music that I like tends to be more rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Not that this is like a hardcore rock and roll song by any stretch, no. especially at the beginning. But yeah. that outro reminds me of rock bands. and that's sure. So musically, I'm into it once I get past the harmonica. Oh, my God. Lyrically, this is, a, you pick on. this is a really great song, lyrically. Yes, it's like perfect. 
it's just close to being perfect. Uh, so I'm a big fan of it. It works for me. It I'm also me. like five. personally a nervous wreck. So mm-hmm. it's just nice to know other people out there are also. <laughs> oh, yes. I so I, I was unaware of how much of a nervous wreck he is because he's so comfortable and so yeah, charismatic. This has been new information to me since we started the podcast. Since, yeah. The, I know he's been open about anxiety, mm-hmm. which I appreciate when anyone's open about mental health stuff. Oh, yeah. But I just figure we all have it. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was like deeper like mine is or other people I know who are like really deep, you know. And, and it's especially like... When people have the strength to do that, when you have the sort of deep confidence mm-hmm. that John, at the very least, portrays, mm-hmm. I'm not in his head, I'm not in his body, so I don't know if that's true, yeah. but at least from the outside, he portrays such deep confidence. I think it's really valuable when people like that can show you the chinks in their armor, right? Mm-hmm. Can show, like, oh, here's my flaw. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here's you know, the stuff that I'm not, where places where I'm not perfect. Right. Um, because it not only does it humanize them, but it's like, oh, well, you know, I might not have that same confidence to reveal myself right. in that way. But when somebody else does, then I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Uh, discussion questions. I got nothing. What you got? I have one small thing. Yes. So a month it's all it's been, whether this relationship actually happened or he's being the architect of days that haven't happened yet, which mm-hmm. when I really think about it, that has nothing to do with the song, and so I'm really on Vanessa's theory. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, a month, is that long enough to know? So my wife would say yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm asking you. <laughs> my wife hit me with a new story. We've been together 15 years, mm-hmm. and we were we were on vacation, right? We just went on a cruise together to... Uh, as a fa- family thing, but we renewed our vows on the boat and everything. They did a, a like a honeymoon or no, a, a love and marriage show. It's like the newlyweds show, but it mm-hmm. wasn't for newlyweds. It's for people who've been married for a while. Cute. So we were like playing along, mm-hmm. and the question came like, "How did we meet?" Mm-hmm. And I've told this story a million times. Yes, you have. Everyone knows the story. Mm-hmm. She apparently finally just hit me with, "No, we'd actually met before that. You just wow. didn't remember me." Ooh. She waited. She's been sitting on that for fifteen She's been holding years. On to that one. Yeah. Heard me tell the story hundreds of times. Never corrected you. To like finally hit me with, you know, we actually met before that. Wow. That's when you that's when you noticed me. But mm. we had met before that. I was like, oh. Anyways. Um, so she would say, mm-hmm. all that to say, that she knew we were going to get married before we'd ever talked. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. We did. Sometimes I think people just know stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, if, if it's the right person... Um, I think uh, you could do it in a month mm-hmm. and you could, you could little by little, inch by inch, build this sort of beautiful place. And one, one thing that's lacking from here is any promise of the future, mm-hmm. right? This isn't like, okay, this is it for the rest of our life. We're going to always, it's always going to be like this. Yeah, that's a good point. There is no future promise. Mm-hmm. Can you build a promising start in a month? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, I think kind of mine's more the tone of how you ended it. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I think there are people who could, obviously, you can build a successful successful relationship in a month because mm-hmm. that's how you start a relationship. Right. And because you watch Love is Blind. Oh, my God. This show is so amazingly awful. <laughs> and there's a new season. Oh, really? Yes. I don't think I'm I can like, watch it don't anymore. Don't watch it. Don't I watch it. Don't I'm watch like, it. Oh. But I'm going to have to because I can't see things on the internet and, like, not know what's happening. Got if it. they're in my... Like, now I'm in that world. Right. But I would right. never watch another, I would never watch any other reality dating show in the world. You know which one I, I, I really liked? I by them. I liked F-Boy Island on HBO. That was a good that, one. That, I, I can't even talk to you right now. Anyways, <laughs> that's a show? Yeah. I don't, okay. Yeah. 
what was I answering? Like oh, half yeah. the guys on the show, so it's like three girls. One of the girl is like super, super, super cute. She uh, is like the face of Target. So if you ever see, like, there's a woman on, like, all the check stands, it's her. She was on FYI Island. Okay. Her name's CJ something. I, I wonder if name. Target got rid of her after that. No, she's there. I was there the other day. Every time I go. She's there. Yeah, because my wife she's thinks working. she's, like, the most beautiful woman ever. So every time uh-huh. I'm like, oh, there's a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but half the guys there are there as F-boys, mm-hmm. and half the guys are there as good guys. Mm-hmm. And, like, their contestant's job is to weed out the F-boys, who is, the, who is, there, who is the good guy and who is the F-boys. And so the game is in your that favor. That is not a real game. You kick somebody off every week, and they're then the thing just, is you have to kick off. No. Yeah. They're all just there to get Instagram followers and make additional money after this. So there is no way to deter. This Don't is not hustle. an F-Boy Island podcast. Don't knock their hustle. I'm not knocking their hustle. I'm just saying it's there's no way to win or lose, really. I would go on a reality show for followers. That's fine. I'm not, and then, I'm not yeah. knocking that. And I'm so just saying that's what, not What real. always happens is, like, so on that show, right, the good guys are always trying to out the F-boys. Yeah. And be like, they're not here for the right reasons. No one so, is. So they'd be like, oh, so-and-so has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, do you have a girlfriend? Does she know you're on the show? And they'll be like, yeah, we made an agreement that, you know, this is going to be good be for my career. Yeah. yeah. I'm a surprise. I'm a singer, an artist, or I design clothes. Yeah. I am a life coach. I'm an actor. I work out. Actor, model, dancer. I don't know why I'm mad. I would totally do it. Also, just to clarify, I know that Love is Blind is also not real. I just enjoy watching it. (laughs) Although I maintain that the first season, I think those people were there to find. I think they thought, oh, this is an interesting concept. Maybe Mm -hmm. they could find somebody. Hey, if I get famous, cool. That's how I feel about Too Hot to Handle. Do you watch Too Hot to Handle? I just said I would never watch. I think the first season, because the show hadn't existed, they really didn't know. I think that was a lot of shows. I think now that it's out there, I think people are always like in the back of their mind. Is this? Oh, I think it's in the front of their mind. Is this really going to be too hot to handle? I think mm-hmm. I'm going on this show that's brand new, but is it really just a front for too just hot like to handle? Just like the show Big Brother, which isn't a dating reality show, but it's kind of like a reality show. They mm-hmm. like if they're an actress, they make them no, like you're you're a waiter, mm-hmm. like you need to have like a pretend real oh, uh-huh. or like a side thing. Anyway, right. we're way off topic. Um, so I think that yes, that that's that is true, and you can know in a month. But I also think like when everyone starts a relationship, they think that. Do you know what I mean? And then later when you get married, you're like, oh, yeah, I knew right away. Mm-hmm. No, you thought you knew all the people before that, or you wouldn't have continued dating them, unless you're on F-Boy Island, I guess. Yeah, maybe. I think definitely when you're young, I yeah. would agree with you. Yeah. I think as you get older, hopefully you're more like, I hope this works out. Maybe you're a little bit more guarded because mm-hmm. you've been hurt more. Mm-hmm. You have more experience, so you're probably a little bit better, hopefully better at picking up red flags or yeah. just even incompatibilities. Like, this right. isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And so if you're better at the selection process of potential partners and you find somebody who you're a month into and you're like, hey, I'm way better at this than I used to be, mm-hmm. maybe, there, maybe there is something there, you know? Yeah. Maybe you do know. Yeah, I'm just always going to be a little more... I hope that ev- I hope that everyone who wants to find love does. That's what I. Want. Oh my god! Same. Yeah. Um. So next week. Yes. Is the fan Instagram choice followers choice, and then the next week is not your choice. Oh, what's happening? It's St. Patrick's Day because we agreed a couple weeks ago, the week of St. Patrick's Day, that we're would be going your song to do St. Patrick's Day. Then it's your turn. Okay. Then it's my turn. The best picker of all. Well, so next week you got to get your choices in, felt friends, and you can't yeah. choose a, a place to call, or a face to call home. No, I Since, just tell us. Just actually tell us what you want. Right. You so you're already. so excited for this song. Just pick a song you're going to be excited for next week, and we'll we'll do what you want. But most importantly, go to the DMs and be like, "Here's my idea for how to get John's attention, so you guys can interview him while he's in town, and or if you." 
I mean, if they had some sort of connection to John Mayer, I'm sure they would be doing that for their own benefit for right. the show. But please help us out because I just have, I've really decided I'm going to be disappointed if we don't make this work. It's not like it's LA. It's Palm Springs. It's it the is. greater Palm Springs area. It is the greater Palm Springs area. And with that, we bid you adieu. All right. Thanks for hanging out. See you next week when we'll do your song. Yay. Bye-bye.